Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Inujiadine. Today is Tuesday, September 19th. Coming up, the fall brings with it a wave of respiratory illnesses, COVID-19, flu, and RSV. We'll hear from a local doctor on how and why you should protect yourself. But first, some headlines. Thousands of Kansas City seniors will be eligible for property tax relief starting next year. The Jackson County Legislature unanimously approved property tax credits yesterday for seniors eligible for Social Security benefits and whose homes are valued at less than half a million dollars. County Legislator Manny Abarca says the deadline for seniors to apply is the end of April every year. Allowing us to determine basically a fiscal understanding of the impact of our taxing jurisdictions prior to their budget setting processes. The credit would freeze property taxes at a specific point in time. International advocacy group Human Rights Watch has given Missouri a failing grade for protecting children's rights. KCUR's Jody Fortino has more. The organization assessed how states met international standards on child marriage corporal punishment, child labor, and juvenile justice. Missouri ranked 36th in the country, receiving an F for allowing corporal punishment in schools and child marriage. School districts across Missouri can decide whether to use corporal punishment, but must have parental permission. The minimum age to get married in Missouri is 16, with the consent of one parent or guardian. Missouri does prohibit corporal punishment in foster care, group homes, and juvenile detention centers. Kansas will no longer require teachers to pass a basic skills exam that's been part of the licensing process for decades. Suzanne Perez of the Kansas News Service reports the state is going through its worst ever teacher shortage. State Board of Education members decided to drop a test called the Principles of Learning and Teaching, and Kansas will offer new options for people who fail certain subject area exams. State Licensing Director Shane Carter says the changes will help applicants who perform well in college in the classroom but may experience test anxiety. If you look at our test scores as a whole, they're all still really high. This is an adjustment that will affect a very minimal amount of people. Board members say colleges already require teachers to demonstrate basic skills, so the exam was unnecessary. We'll be back after this. Oreo is the most famous cookie in the world, but few people remember the product that it blatantly ripped off, a creation of Jacob Luce in Kansas City. Not only was Oreo this copycat of Hydrox, it was also built on the back of the company that Jacob had founded himself. How Kansas City started the cookie wars. Hear the whole story on the podcast, A People's History of Kansas City. The FDA approved new COVID-19 boosters last week for people six months and older. It comes as COVID hospitalizations have been trending upward in the Kansas City area. Dr. Marianne Jackson is the dean of the School of Medicine at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. She told KCUR's Steve Kraske why it's also a good idea for you to get a flu shot. And if you're eligible, a vaccine for RSV. 
You know, it seems like everyone is getting COVID right now. How big of an uptick in cases and hospitalizations is the country seeing? Well, COVID hospitalizations are clearly on the rise now, nowhere near the magnitude of prior years, but they are being driven by the current circulating variants. And each week we see a little bit higher uptick. And I've not seen our data from this past week this morning yet, but I can tell you that over the last four weeks, it's a steady upward tick. When do we expect the booster shots to become available in Jackson County? Because I think there's been a delay. So shots are available right now. The booster that's available targets the currently circulating variants and provides better protection against serious complications, especially for those who are in the high-risk category. So seniors, those with chronic heart and lung conditions, immunocompromised hosts, uh, those with diabetes, they're going to have the most important impact on that population because it will keep you out of the hospital. But from others, It's licensed now and will be available for six months and older. And the reason that's important is, as most respiratory viruses go, this virus is often spread by kids. And as we see kids being infected, they're taking the infection back home to their families. And even though their parents uh, are not getting severely ill, certainly not being hospitalized. We know that this new booster, at least in one study, will cut the risk of going to urgent care or emergency rooms by half. Hmm. What booster shots did the FDA approve last week, Dr. Jackson? Wow. So the booster shot for SARS-CoV-2 that was approved next week covers the most common circulating variant right now. But it does appear to have cross-protection because remember the characteristics of this virus is it is constantly mutating. And in fact, since this booster was prepared, there are at least two and maybe a third variant that's coming on board. But the cross protection that you get from this booster vaccine is one that you're going to want. And you're saying these shots are available now in the metro. You can schedule a vaccine at CVS or Walgreens. You can text uh, your zip code to 438-829 and they'll connect you to where this vaccine is available. 438-829. That's correct. Um, So are these shots designed to target the newer variants of the virus? You're saying the answer to that is yes. Well, it does. But remember, at the time that they created this booster, there was another variant that was circulating, and that's what they uh, targeted it toward. Since the booster was prepared, there have been new variants that have emerged, none that have been more immune evasive, meaning uh, escaping the protection of vaccine, and none that were leading to more severe illness. But still, newer variants continue to emerge. And that's why some believe this is going to be like flu, where every year there's going to be a new vaccine that becomes available for the public. I was going to say, some people out there might be thinking, you know, really, I have to get another shot. Why should folks make it a priority here? You're saying this is important given this new strain. Well, it's very important. And and consider this. Most people uh, who've been vaccinated with the uh, appropriate vaccines 
it's maybe been uh, a year. Some people got the booster that was available back a couple months back. And remember, your antibody titers will fall off within four to six months. And so you'll still want to get this vaccine. On top of that, It is not fun to have COVID. And even if you're a healthy host, you're going to still have, in many cases, fever, chills, cough, muscle, body aches, shortness of breath, still loss of taste of smell, uh, taste or smell is being reported. And that takes a bit of time to return to normal. It is just not a pleasant disease. So even for healthy hosts, this is a virus that you'll want to uh, avoid if you can. No, I don't want it. Um, a different uh, topic slightly here. It's also the start of flu season. Can folks plan to get a flu shot at the same time they get the COVID booster? Absolutely. You can get those vaccines together. And it's really important. And I'll tell you an important piece of information that was just revealed in the last couple of weeks. So when we prepare flu vaccine, we look and make a guess at which variants of the flu are going to be circulating. And we put in two influenza A's and two influenza B's into that shot. So you actually have a quadrivalent vaccine. We look to our southern hemisphere where they have flu before we do. Their flu season is in the summer. And what we found this year is there is a good match between what's in the flu vaccine and what circulated down in the southern hemisphere. Typically, this follows the same course. What they see is what we see. So we have a good vaccine that's safe and appears to be effective for this year. We want everyone to get that flu vaccine before Halloween because we expect to start seeing flu around November or December. Who should get a flu shot? So the flu again, is recommended for anyone six months and older. There are going to be 170-plus million doses available in the U.S. They're going to be available at retail pharmacies, at your doctor's office, for young children at the pediatrician's office. Uh, For those who are 65 and older, you want to get the high-dose vaccine and specifically ask for that. Uh, For others, there are uh, vaccines that are egg-free for people who are egg allergic, uh, there are going to be a number of different vaccines that are available. My recommendation, though, is talk it over with your healthcare provider and get the vaccine that they have. So the, what's the latest on a different issue here on RSV, again, a common respiratory virus that causes cold-like symptoms as well? So RSV is very interesting. This is a virus, a respiratory virus, well-known to pediatricians and to parents of young children, but not to older adults typically. So this is the virus that causes in the winter season, predictably, cough, wheezing, and airway obstruction, particularly of the small tubules in little babies, that makes it hard for them to breathe and places them into the hospital. Hmm. There are some infants who are higher risk under six months of age and with certain conditions like heart disease or lung disease who may end up in the ICU. But the truth of the matter is 70% of children who infants who get admitted with RSV are otherwise healthy. And this is a vaccine that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime Hmm. that would join the list of vaccine preventable uh, diseases. But here we are, and we have a number of them that are available. The reason I mention seniors is because it is estimated that 
at least 14,000 seniors die each year with pneumonia uh, with that is complicating RSV. So this is a disease of little babies and of older adults. And now we have vaccines for seniors. We have vaccines for pregnant women that will protect their babies. And this is really an exciting development. Why did you say you never thought we'd see these vaccines? Well, we've tried many times in the past to create vaccines for RSV, and they have never been effective. They have never worked out. And Mm. it seemed like this was going to be one that was going to be evading science. And here we are with a very, very good vaccine, a very safe vaccine, a very effective vaccine that will keep 80% of people out of the hospital. And you're saying lots of folks should get this shot. So this is going to be for 60 and older, those with underlying health conditions. And then the one for pregnant women is going to be very important because if we can vaccinate women who are pregnant in their third trimester, we can protect their babies for up to five or six months of age. The Antibodies will Hmm. go from mama to baby. The babies will be protected. And as I mentioned before, those babies who are hospitalized and die from RSV are generally under six months of age. So this is a very exciting uh, development. What we have to do is make sure that vaccine coverage for pregnant women is higher than what it's been for flu and for COVID, which has typically been about 50 percent. You're saying folks should get uh, these shots before Halloween? Ideally, uh, before Halloween is a, is a good timeline. I would say if you are uh, getting COVID vaccine and are going to get flu at the same time, anytime now, uh, I'm getting mine this week, um, both of those, and I'm looking for when I can get RSV vaccine. Uh, that's lagged a little bit behind in getting to pharmacies, but it's close behind. Flu and uh, COVID, you should be able to find now. So you're talking about three shots, just to summarize. Three here. shots for seniors like myself. Yeah. Uh, but for all others, uh, flu and COVID for six months and older, that's what you should be looking for. That was KCUR's Steve Kraske and Dr. Marianne Jackson, Dean of UMKC's Medical School. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Paris Norvell and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit KCUR.org. If you want to support our show, you can leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It really helps us reach new ears. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.